Thank you for tuning in to I'm Here For Me podcast. My name is Marcy. I created this space to help me with my self-healing journey from depression, anxiety, and suicidal thoughts. Finally, uh, it took me a while to get here. I went back and forth on, do I really want to be this vulnerable with the world or even myself? And the reason why I was very hesitant is because throughout my life, talking about myself was almost like a negative thing. Or sometimes when I do talk about myself, when I'm going through, honestly, I'm not heard or I feel that I'm not heard. Most of the things I probably keep back so that I'm not judged by family or friends or even sometimes, you know, strangers. I started going to therapy a couple years ago and I've been going on and off for the past couple years. Now, most recently, this past November 2021, I just felt my entire world crashing down. So many days, I really just pulled myself off the floor. I was having episodes of just crying and I didn't know like why am I crying you know and then I look back on my life for the past three years maybe even four years I've been holding so much inside I've been trying to be this picture-perfect woman mother sister daughter friend all of the many titles that I hold I was trying to be a perfectionist at all of them And every time I turned my head, I was feeling like a complete failure. I was always feeling like, you know, I could do better here. I can do better there. I'm slacking. You know, I was always beating myself up. And for the past three to four years of me beating myself up, it all just came tumbling down like a ton of bricks on the top of my head. And I didn't know where to go. I reached out to others to try to tell them, you know, I'm going through this. The responses wasn't the response that I would have given those to others. Sorry, it wasn't the response I would give to others. So something dawned to me like, you're looking for everybody to treat you how you would treat them. And it's really funny because when you're a kid, kindergarten, elementary, They tell you to treat others how you want to be treated. And the, the, I guess, child in me really holds on to that. And I really try my hardest to just be a good example. Now, don't get me wrong. I am human. I have flaws. And I'm not perfect. And genuinely, when I am in the wrong, I really feel bad. So some part of me just really thought that out of all of the good things I contribute to this world, I just need that back. I need someone to give that back to me. And you know what? That somebody was me. And as much as I do not want to sound conceited, self-absorbed, you know, all of the negative things that come with people trying to be there for themselves, People turning into something negative. 
being here for me is not necessarily me being all about me. But when I'm giving the world and everybody around me all of me and nothing back to myself, it makes sense why the, my whole world came crashing down on me. And the best thing that I found or the best thing I could have done as a coping method through this journey was journal. I journal every single day, whether I want to, whether I don't. Sometimes I have like one or two words on the page and it's still healing. And it's the first time in my life that I actually just feel heard. I don't have no one trying to silence me with positive words or just telling me to shake it off or really questioning my sadness. I don't have a lot of, you know, those looks and stares where you're trying to see if they get it. Like, do you understand what I'm saying? And <laughs> they really don't because they're not in your shoes. They don't walk your everyday life, your steps, your footsteps. Your thoughts are not running through their head. So how can a person truly and honestly, honestly, sorry, be there for you 100%? And I feel like the isolation that I actually put myself in in November was the best decision that I could have made because in that moment of being alone, I found parts of me that I didn't know was there. I honestly just, I fell in love with myself more and more and more and that type of self-love, you hear all the time, oh, love yourself. Self-love is the best love. They don't really break down. How do you get to that point? How do you get to a point of loving yourself? You know, I come from a long line of strong, beautiful black women. My mother is the most confident woman you will ever meet. And she walks around with grace and poise and she's funny and I've always just looked up to her as a superwoman. You know, my mother is everything to me. She's my best friend. And you would think, well, if you have that person, she understands you. Why do you feel so alone? And it's no disrespect to my mother, but again, she doesn't know the thoughts that run through my head. How can I truly and honestly tell my mother that I have thoughts of not wanting to be on this earth anymore? How can I truly and honestly tell my children, mommy don't want to be here anymore? I get choked up and very emotional knowing that that was my reality. That was something that was almost a daily thought and it, nothing triggered it. I could wake up in the morning, I thank God for another day, and then right after my thankfulness and gratefulness of having another day, it's like, you don't deserve this, this new day. And so I just, you know, I'm a new believer. So I try to pray and it, it honestly, people who were depressed around me and people who would tell me in the past that, you know, they're going through this. I never understood it. 
everything that's put in our faces about depression, especially on TV, those commercials, y'all know those commercials, those animated commercials where the woman is sad, she's looking out the window, she can't eat, she doesn't want to do anything, but there's a pill and she's going to be right back to normal. Now, my entire life, me and medication, mm -mm. and, you know, I did consider it, I still consider it, but I felt like there was another way. I don't want to, and there's no disrespect to anyone that does take medication. I totally understand and I get it, because trust, trust me, but my personal choice, I didn't want to go that route. And me not going that route, it has been very hard. Because one thing that, you know, I'm always being told, you know, smile. You look so angry. Rather than <laughs> what's wrong. So, it's totally, totally okay for the world to not understand because, again, I didn't understand. And I'm trying my best way to articulate what depression means the definition I could look it up in the dictionary I could definitely tell you what my therapist told me it is but all of those definitions and all of these examples however I can relate to some of them is still not my experience my personal experience so if anyone tells you you're not depressed because one day you're smiling the next day you're crying or they only see you smiling because, you know, in this age of social media, what are we always putting out? Our happy moments. We're posting our kids, our relationships, our achievements, our goals, you know, birth. everything's always a celebration on social media. And for the very small few of those people who are bold enough to put their low moments on social media, are automatically judged and automatically, you know, just, uh, you know. So that goes back to my hesitation with starting a podcast, talking about these topics. However, I'm here for me and I need to be able to go back in the moments of my depression and listen to myself get myself through it so I hope and I pray that everyone listening today is inspired to take one moment of your day to be there for yourself and there's nothing wrong with that you can be selfish you can be there for yourself nothing wrong with that it's not saying me saying I'm here for me is not saying I'm here for me and only me me in order for me to be here for you my children my family my loved ones I gotta take care of me and I can't put my healing on another person so yes I go to therapy and yes I have a therapist but I can't put all everything on my therapist to get me back to a place where I once were or was.
don't judge me on my <laughs> don't judge me on my grammar today but excuse me I am a little um a little nervous but uh, I'm here so when I say that uh, um the best thing that I could have done was started journaling that is our number one coping method second coping method through my journey is listening to music all types of music I don't box myself into one genre but you'll be told you know I love me to R&B gospel and you know of course meditation music but journaling definitely is my number one go-to so today I want to read to you an entry from my journal now I guess I need to give a disclosure because you know you got to sometimes these are my words in the moment where I was at my lowest point this is me being 100% vulnerable with you and myself some of the things that I have I wrote on this day may not be factual but these are my feelings on this day so November 21st 2021 at 7:09 p.m. I just looked through I just took the time to read through this journal it's full of million dollar ideas prayers goals scripture etc today I needed to see this seems like for a year now my struggles still stand today was hard I woke up in a bad mood this happens a lot lately I'm still fighting I feel more isolated than ever daily I feel unimportant and quickly try to change my thoughts this mental health journey is hard as fuck one minute I feel extremely happy next minute I'm peeling myself off the bathroom tub floor or the floor of my bedroom I'm learning not to confide in family or friends when you're depressed I'm here for you is what they're supposed to say but they're really not there this battle has to be fought alone I honestly honestly never thought I truly understand what or how a suicidal person thinks and for those who are battling publicly breaks my heart how can people say I'm here for you they aren't trained to know how to simply listen they're always looking for the right words which honestly sounds so cliche scripted if I must say people's lives will go on with or without their loved ones the blow of death will hurt because when someone dies it hurts but their lives will go on their deceased family or friend will then be a memory and just like it was when they were alive a generic happy birthday will be posted on the gram or the book 
and they would go on with their lives. After their death, a generic rest in peace would be posted on social media and they would go on with their lives. Life goes on. A generic long live fill in the blank. Ask any person lost I'm sorry. Ask any person who lost a loved one to suicide. What did you do? Did that help? Why or why not? Sometimes the deceased will be blamed for not being strong enough, for keeping it inside, for not speaking out, for not calling the hotline, not seeking therapy. Would you believe me if I said I was depressed? No, right? I hide in plain sight. I give breadcrumbs of cries for help because a depressed person brings others down. Listening to a depressed person is uncomfortable. Whatever it is, people shy away from the depressed person. They're crying wolf, woe is me, negative Nancy, sad Sam. No one is truly there for the depressed or suicidal person because nobody wants to be around the sad person. They question the depression because we were smiling the previous day our post for the gram seems so happy. You just talked to us the other day and we showed no signs. So when I give breadcrumbs, you toss it to the side as something else. What if I said, treat me normal? Every time. When I give you a breadcrumb, listen. Don't try to silence me with positivity. Be here for me, remember? Cancer patients are treated with more sympathy than the depressed, but the death rates between the two are still rising because you can't physically see me dying. Doesn't mean I'm not. This was the day, oh, that was in, in my journal, sorry. On this day, it birthed my idea to start my blog. I'm here for me. And, you know, later that would become today's podcast. How do you feel after hearing my journal entry? For many, that might strike a nerve because, you know, a lot of us. We hear things differently. Now, if it did strike a nerve, ask yourself why. Why would my personal thoughts of what I'm going through during my depressive or depressive state make you feel some type of way? Now, you're open to feeling however you want to feel. But just know I meant no harm by that. That day was the day I decided to fight even harder for myself. Because like I said, and as you heard, I was peeling myself off many, many floors in my house. So it was hard. And this year, last 2021, wasn't the first time 
that I was so sad that I was peeling myself off the floor. So I thank God that I'm finding this strength every day. My heart goes out to many people who are in a depressive state, no longer want to live, have anxiety because I know exactly how you feel. And I know how hard it is to try to articulate this, these feelings to others. But trust me when I say, I know, I know, I understand, and we're gonna get through this together. But first and foremost, I want to encourage everybody to always take a step back and reevaluate what you're going through. And honestly, it's you only, there's only one you. You're unique, you're beautiful, you're handsome, you're kind, you're all those good things. But you're also, you're also going through a lot of those bad things too. But you are important. You are worthy. You deserve to live for yourself. You don't have anybody else that's going to give you the strength to keep fighting. You keep fighting for you because you're so amazing and you're so important. And if you don't hear from nobody else, tell it to yourself. And it's, it might sound really crazy to keep hearing it. And you feel like you might be just gassing yourself up. Gas yourself up. You deserve to be gassed up. You deserve to be hyped. You deserve to be loved properly. You deserve all of your heart's desires. And it's hard right now, but you're going to get through it. And it may not be today. It may not be tomorrow. But every day that you fight for yourself, you're a step closer to getting to that dream person that you see when you look in the mirror. Or when you look to see what you want to be in 5 to 10 years. You know, that cliche, where are you going to be in 5 to 10 years? And if your answer is alive, you deserve to be alive in five to 10 years. So don't give up on yourself and choose you every time. If you don't want to, don't do it. Take yourself off the back burner. It's time to be on the front burner. It's time to be center stage, the life of the party. Even if you're at your own party, trust, uh, I dance by myself all of the time and I have the most fun. And you know, the world looking in might think this girl is crazy. I don't care because I enjoy, I didn't have to ask the DJ to play my song. That was my song, I chose it. I don't have to be on beat. <laughs> I'm being silly because that's what helps me cope. And it feels good to laugh. Laughing is a coping mechanism. You put on a comedy show. Tell her I love some corny jokes. So I'll just listen to corny jokes all day. Do me a favor. Get a journal. 
and just write. Write the good, write the bad, the happy, the sad. We can rhyme all day. Write your rhymes, write your poems, write a line. Show up for yourself, just write. Even if all the words is misspelled, right? Nobody cares. That's your book. When you go back and you read your stuff, you're going to know what the misspelled words meant. You don't got to publish your journal. You don't have to share your journal. Write. Write. Write down all the things that make you happy. Every single time you fall into that space, go to your journal. Look at your list of things. Pick whatever is the easiest or the, the whatever is going to make you the happiest in that moment. Do it. Don't depend on nobody to make you happy. You can't put that on other people. They can add to your happiness. And I know we've heard this on social media before. It is the truth. People can add to it. Don't let nobody take away your happiness. It does not matter. And who cares? Who cares? How crazy you look. Who cares that they don't like that song? Who cares that they don't like that outfit, that hairstyle? Who cares? Show up for yourself and find a way to survive. Because this depression is not you. And I might say that wrong, so please forgive me. But you're way more than that. Excuse me. <clears throat> you're way more than that. And if you're looking back to who you used to be, you can be that and then some. You could be a better version of you every day. And every day that you pick up yourself or every day that you wake up and you choose yourself you are already winning you claim the victory you are victorious I'm proud of you be proud of yourself you got this so thank you so much for listening to me this is not easy it's only going to get better from here it is the first episode <laughs> and this podcast is healing for me so I'm going to do this every chance I get and I'm going to be here for me in order for me to be here for you I gotta be here for me so I love you I thank you and God bless.